Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Roma Press Podcast. I hope you are all doing so, so well wherever you are in the world during this absolutely crazy time. I hope you are staying safe. I hope you, family, friends, are all doing okay and maintaining your sanity uh, during this, again, this unprecedented time. I truly thank you for listening, supporting us during this moment. Um, and again, I hope you are all doing very, very well. Also, uh, a special mention to our wonderful patrons over at Patreon who have uh, continued to support us during this, again, very, very, very difficult moment. Andy and I are back. Before I bring Andy on, though, just a couple of notes. We recorded this on the 13th of May. So, Depending on when you're listening to this, it could be 24 hours ago, could be 48 hours ago or more. But there were some updates in the in the time in which we originally recorded this in regards to the city. Uh, um, if you want to check out the latest, you can just go to the website, romapress.net. Good friend Sandro Austini had an update uh, in e Tempo as to what is happening, how many of the clubs are unhappy with the medical protocols that have been enacted by the Italian government, and many of them are protesting these measures. And again, Sandro is reporting that group training, which was scheduled to begin on the 18th of May, will not be going forward until we have a resolution. And in in between when Sandro posted that, about two hours later, give or take, um, it was learned that the Italian Federation, Liga Serie A, and uh, Sparafora, who is the Italian Minister of Sport, as well as the scientific committee that has been sort of guiding the protocols that will be in place throughout this entire process, will be meeting to hopefully come to a resolution to maybe restart the league. We don't know where things are headed, so stay tuned for that, but please just keep that in mind. Um, We recorded before all that was learned. I also want to give a mention to since 1927 football club now this is a roma based clothing brand you can go to since 1927fc.com that's again since 1927fc.com to check out some of their really cool shirts uh they just came out with a new one called their off pitch tee extremely comfortable Looks awesome. You can go to, again, since1927fc.com to check them out. They ship globally. And if you are looking for some new Roma apparel, please give these guys a look. They're fantastic. Uh, Joe Charcione, who is the the founder of Since 1927 FC, he donated last month all of the proceeds from the t-shirts that they sold to the Lazzaro Spallanzani Hospital to help the coronavirus outbreak. So please, if you're able to support them, you're looking for a great shirt, comfortable shirt, since 1927fc.com. All right, let me bring Andy on now as he and I discuss this absolute shit show that is being performed by the Liga City A and what in the world may be coming in terms of the future, whether or not we're going to restart. So here is Andy now. Hello, everybody. Andy and I are back. We had a recording last week, uh, but unfortunately, there were some issues with it. So now we are redoing it. We've had some updates in that time. So the first thing we want to talk about is this utter, are we playing? Are we not playing? Madness that 
seems to be changing by the day in the Serie A. So we have the Bundesliga that is set to restart. Um, but we've already had some teams. If, so I have to say, if this is going to be the protocol, then I see absolutely no reason why we should be even be restarting um, to begin with. <laughs> but did you see that, Andy, that one of these Bundesliga clubs, they had, yes. they had three positive tests. And now they have to self-quarantine for two weeks, and their match this weekend is canceled. This, if that's if that's what Italy proposes, uh, to me, it's this is just so stupid. That, that, that can't possibly be the answer to this. That that can't be because you're going to get these tests. And also, the, I I believe the the Bundesliga officials like uh, some a week ago or something where they predicted for the season to end in about a month or something like that. So by the end of uh, June, they wanted to be done with the season. But how are you gonna be done with the season if you keep getting positive players and positive staff, and you have to keep isolating teams and and it. it, it at a certain point, there comes a time where you'll find yourself overwhelmed with the numbers that I'm sure are still not there. I'm sure there are plenty of Serie A teams who still haven't, um, uh, you know, who, who are in for a big surprise as to who's still positive. Um, you know, you just, just look at Fiorentina. Um, those numbers didn't go down. They actually went up. Um, players that tested negative then tested positive again, uh, so it, it's a big of, bit, bit of a mess. And I'm not sure if it's if what I saw was right and if it's official. Um, but did you also see the the supposed rules that were brought in for the new Bundesliga start? Uh, like you know, no spitting, no um, no no shaking hands. Basically, no, no, it, all bodily activities that every player does and it becomes automatic are, are you know, you, you're not supposed to do it. And it, it just seems like it's this way. It's going to be impossible to to resume this this season. So quite literally, before we started, the city and the government, they, they more or less agreed on the medical protocols that the league had to give to the government before they officially got the okay to even begin proposing a restart date. So the medical protocols, literally just minutes before we started recording, have been approved by the government for the CDA, and the league has proposed a comeback date of maybe, maybe the 13th of June. I'm not a huge betting man or a gambler. However, I, I would like to put some money down on that never happening. In yeah, I would put it at close to zero that the 13th of June is actually the date we see football restart. I, I just don't understand because <laughs> in between that time, so many things have to go perfectly right. And it's just impossible to envision that happening. What do you think of all of this? Because... It, it, in the episode that, that we had some problems with, you and I were talking about Italy's minister of sports, Parafora, who this guy has been a clown show throughout this entire thing. Yes. Uh, the media in and of itself, or I should say some media members, have been a joke throughout this entire thing. I don't want to name names. Um, Giovanni Capuano. But yeah. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> we're looking yeah, at you yeah. but some of their behavior in this pushing forth and forcing the league or wanting to force the league to restart it is just asinine in my opinion again this is all about money this is all about agendas but in your yeah. opinion 13th of june impossible right <laughs> yes and it it is impossible because as you said the everything all the conditions need to be met and we are currently in a situation where you know everything is up and down and you go from one day of being oh yay this is going to turn out great to being the next day okay we're closing down everything and it's you to even envision something beyond tomorrow or beyond the day after tomorrow is insane to me and especially when it comes to these big events and politics involved in the world of sports and um and as you said there is a lot of you know uh, it's there doesn't seem to be uh like a um someone that you know you you can uh, because as you said Spadafor is a clown and and he's not the only clown that is talking there is plenty of other people who are saying the same bullshit um and and it, there there doesn't seem to be someone who is like the light at the end of the tunnel that someone that you can say okay what this guy is saying is is correct and we should follow what he's saying. Um, even Damiano Tomasi, who was one of the few reasonable people in this, just switched uh, opinions <laughs> from one day to the other. Um, and and I think now he's back to his old agenda of being you no know, football needs to shut down. So um, it, it's very weird. And then you have journalists who, and this is for real. I read a journalist on Twitter. Um, who from a major Italian network who and for a major Italian newspaper who brought on the 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 reason for as to why football should restart and why even teams with positive players should keep playing is that duh you always have injuries so it doesn't matter i mean you have to play through injuries so why <laughs> don't you play through the virus i this is this is a real thing this is what somebody who is a real person and is a professional yeah, it's in the, the exact same thing and, isn't it in general like what is you know and until we have that mentality and um and and people actually believe in this stuff then you know it's we're getting further from the objective of actually getting back to football than um than we are doing now and it's it's to me it's the whole thing not even in Italy, but just globally, even in, in the Premier League today, talking about new rules and supposedly no tackling or something like that, even some like a, an idea, a, a rumor of an idea like that is is the worst thing about it is that it's actually believable because we're seeing so much, um, so many bogus theories and, and conspiracies going around um, and people actually buying into that. So that's that's the dangerous part. Can you find me a worse proposal than five substitutions per match? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Again, it's like, is there even a logical decision behind? I, did they even... What is that for? What, so that, that you don't sweat too much or something? I, I don't understand it. But again, many of these policy prescriptions, in my opinion, have been just so asinine, ignorant. They, 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 it's not even as if they're being proposed for the health of the players. They're being proposed so that it looks like these leagues are doing something so they can get back to the pitch. Because I, I think one thing in all of this that is getting lost and is sort of the 
underlying story in all of this. I don't know if you've been following this, but Sky Sport, Liga City, uh, they're still having this dispute about the payment of television rights. So for anybody who hasn't been following uh, Sky Sport, they, they, they have the uh, television rights for the City A. Uh, they do not want to make. So they have a final payment that is upcoming uh, that will be due, I believe, within the next two to three weeks. And they have said that they will not be making that payment for the television rights for 2019, 2020, because of obviously everything that has been going on. Uh, they said they hope to come to an agreement with the city, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, where that goes, we don't know. But I've been saying that this is about money. This is about television rights. And that's what that's what this is all about. Because why would Sky Sport pay if there's obviously not going to be sport? Liga City, uh, they don't want to miss out on that money. So obviously they're going to try. Uh, as hard as they can to get the season to be completed. So don't kid yourselves. This is all about money. Really, in the end, very few people care about the health of the players. I, I, I just, I think that's a thinly veiled mask that is just has nothing to do with anything other than greed. Yeah, and you know, today uh, I believe um, the official from Bayern Munich, uh, Rummenigge, um, even said it that. Um, he, he he when when he was asked about the return to football in, for the Bundesliga, he said, "Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna make us so help us make so much money because the whole world will want to watch it because there is no other sports going on." So uh, that that's the real objective is not you know to to get back to football because to give bring people joy or um you know uh help some teams uh you know get what they're what they're supposed to get in terms of uh an award or you know fighting for relegation or something like that it's it's about it, it's about those clubs and everybody else and and the the tv channels making money and um you know if that's not demoralizing in a situation like this where you're supposed to think about more important things, and and you have these people that can't even seem to come to a, a logical, reasonable agreement about football, um, and 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 you see, you know, we've we've been saying a lot of things about what Lazio representatives have been saying, but in this podcast that actually uh, we had trouble recording, um, we discussed this that Roma you know didn't do much better they engaged into in in this in this fight to come back and play football and again this even pastore whom we haven't heard since moses died <laughs> um since the sea parted uh yeah he, he even he spoke about oh we have to bring back football because you know the kid on the street will will be sad if we don't play and you know propaganda because that's what it is and it's it's just weird man because at the end of the day there are more important things and and football i don't understand we've been sitting on this situation for what like 3 months in italy it's been 3 months uh maybe even longer and and there really doesn't seem to be any sort of um touchable um reasonable real outcome uh that we might you know come to it and, and say okay that makes sense let's this is yes we, we th this makes sense and it's realistic and it's most likely going to happen because let me tell you the 13th of june is 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 no special date um, nothing is going to happen on that day i i guarantee it yeah one of the things that you and i were saying were that roma 
quite often they present themselves at this as this very progressive club, particularly in a country like Italy, compared to the rest of the clubs throughout the league. I would certainly say that they're among the most, if not the most progressive club. Um, usually they find themselves on the right side of things. But yeah, as you just said, Baldissoni, many of the club's directors, putting out statements on their official website that they welcome uh, the region of Lazio uh, opening or approving individual training going forward. I just don't understand. Um, again, usually you find Roma on the right side of things. I, I just don't understand what they're thinking here. In your mind then, do you do you think there's any chance that it returns this season? I have been on the belief that I think this is something that happens once or twice in a century and you have to chalk it up to bad luck, dust yourself off and say, you know what, let's call it this season. It's not going to happen. Oh, well, and we restart. For me, all of these proposals of going into July, August make no sense to me because every season thereafter is going to be affected. It makes zero sense, in my opinion, uh, playing into the likes of August. How does that ha- how, how does that work with player contracts? Uh, when do they expire? When do they begin? What about the transfer market? When does that open? There's just so many unknowns. I mean, where do you come out on this? Do you, do you say that, you know what, it, it's not going to happen? cancel the rest of the season we can figure out who qualifies for europe maybe you even suspend european play for a year i don't know but what is your what how do you propose they go forward with this well definitely scrap the season to me it it was never a a question of coming back to this i maybe it's because yes we i maybe i'm biased as a roma fan because of the table not looking good for us um going into the champions league but again uh, scrap most likely European football. Uh, make drastic decisions because that's, I mean, you know this this as you said postponing and and this wishing to to go back to this season and finish the season. But it, it's not a matter of three games. It, it's still, I believe, a matter of twelve games or something yeah, like 12, that. And then you 12, still have yeah. European. Exactly. There you go. Then it's it's not a matter of, you know, let's have the clubs play for a week or two and that's it. This is this will take a long time. And it's it's how do you how do again, this is the big question to me is how do you what do you do about the traveling? How do you come up with the the understanding of a neutral ground? What is a neutral ground in in in, in the situation that we are currently experiencing? And then everything else the 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 european games probably not going to happen most most borders are still closed and uh, countries still have different regulations in place so um that that has no point and 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 you have so many technicalities as you said the transfer market the contracts that to me to even be thinking still about this past season is is uh, is a wrongdoing and it's you know, it's it, we should be focusing on on next season, maybe even the season afterwards. It's it's such an unpredictable situation that I'm. Uh, what I'm most pissed at is that these people uh, feel like they're they're so powerful, they're so above everyone else and everything else that they believe that they can tr- can control the situation. People like. Um, People like you know Lotito, uh, people like uh, Gravina. Um, 
people who question, you know, medicine, who question these, what what the experts Maida. say, and uh, exactly, <laughs> Viva you have these, like... exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what what is the you know and uh, Capuano who keeps retweeting all these articles from like Thailand to just support his own argument of getting back to football? Uh, it's it's to me that's the worst thing is that you don't have these people doing actually good work to sort of try and get back to football in a safe way. No, these are people who are trying to you know put uh, the their foot on the gas and and keep doing what they do because to 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 get as much money as possible and 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 that's it and that's the sad thing is that they don't want to go about it in a reasonable safe way um it's it's just everyone is out there for themselves here's the thing a lot of people particularly on twitter there's there's people who have very um passionate we can say opinions about this they want to come back here's the thing we all want football to return make no mistake that just because we're <laughs> that just because we're saying right now is not the right time and the policy prescriptions i guess you could say that are being proposed are not the right way to do things that doesn't mean we don't want football to return we're all dying for football to return but i just don't understand how during a global pandemic we're, we're not showing more prudence we're not showing more conservatism in the approach that we take to return it, but yeah, I, I still think the fascinating part to me in all of this is when player contracts, how those are going to be handled. Because I, I've talked to literally five to seven agents within the last seven to ten days, and, and they they swear to me that you can't make a player play beyond the 30th of June if he has a contract that's, that's expiring. All of them have said that, mm. and they have maintained yeah. that. Now, I don't know if FIF Pro, which is the, um, the, the sort of like the players' union, I guess, for all uh, football players. I, I don't know where they come out on this. Maybe they announced something and I just missed it. But I, I literally talked to a guy an hour ago um, for somebody who plays at Shakhtar that I already reported, reported about on the website today. Um, he absolutely maintains that it will be impossible for clubs to force a player – to play beyond the 30th of June because that's when the majority, well, uh, majority, uh, that's when 99% of the contracts uh, expire. That's mm -hmm. when all of these clubs, their their financial years end, and that's when uh, the official league calendar ends for UEFA. So I, I don't know how they're going to enforce that. What do you do for players who, who are on freeze? I, I really don't understand. What about players who have already who, who were going to be free agents and they already have agreed to terms with a new club. How do you enforce that? I, re I really don't understand how any of this is going to work. And to date, I have yet to see anybody from UEFA say, this is what we're going to do. Yes. If, if you have a contract expiring on the 30th of June, you can do A, you can do B, or you can do C. I've seen nothing on that, which to me is crazy. Because if you're a player, uh, let's say your club wants you to keep playing beyond the 30th of June. Your contract is expiring, though. What happens if you get injured? It dramatically alters your future from various standpoints, especially financial. And the, and the worst part about it is that these people, these UEFA officials and Infantino and that other smug face dude, uh, they, they keep talking. They keep saying the same things. Yes, we are working on getting back to football, but they're not addressing the important and inevitable technicalities that come to play in football and that can make a difference for clubs. Even a club like Roma, 
they have a lot at stake uh, with with a lot of their contracts and players like Smalling and Mkhitaryan and uh, who who are important for the future and. There is no clear answer because nobody is, is, is seems to want to, you know, maybe take some blame or or take some take the burden, take the responsibility, and and actually act upon it. We are we're constantly being told that we are getting back to football, that they're doing the best they can to 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 have the audience back to their their seats and watching football, but they're not addressing the the most crucial aspects of their world. So whatever whatever goes on outside, how we how you know how the audience responds to game is is not the most relevant when you're not sorting out the the contracts, the transfer market, how everything inside that world works. And to me, even from outside, I can tell that they have no clue what is going on. None whatsoever. And even these agents, they don't know what's going to happen. And I know we don't typically sympathize with agents, but they they get paid. Uh, one way they get paid are through commissions, and that only happens when you have an active and open transfer market and players changing teams. Uh, again, I don't expect many people to shed tears for an agent, but I'm just saying this has many ramifications just <laughs> beyond the pitch, and I don't think people have thought about that. And again, I have yet to see anybody, FIFA, UEFA, anybody, even the the, the um, players' unions, to say this is what we're going to do and this is how it's going to be handled. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I were a player um, and my contract was expiring on the 30th of June, there's not a chance in hell that I'm playing even a minute after that clock strikes midnight on the 30th of June. Zero chance. <laughs> oh, you think, you, th- you think Zlatan is playing? I don't... <laughs> And um, yeah, that's you know we're talking about a lot of money, and you know we're, I'm I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who are gonna be worrying about Raiola uh, starving to death. <laughs> but that's I mean that's the reality of the situation is that um, you're not gonna you know push those players out there to play when when they can be just sitting at home and. Uh, waiting for all of this to blow over because they have the right to. Yeah, you're right. And, and we talked earlier about Roma not pushing, but certainly not not being against the resumption of training. And I think a lot of this, in part, has to do with the proposed takeover of Dan Friedkin. Now, this is one aspect of it that we haven't really discussed, but... Uh, Mr. Biafora, myself, we've reported similar things. But one thing, or we had an interview a couple of weeks ago with someone from Friedkin who said that, I don't know why I said it earlier like Violi does, Friedkin. Um, we had an interview a couple of weeks ago with an executive from Friedkin who was a bit pessimistic on the deal ultimately going through, even though everything was signed on the dotted line in March. The parties agreed once the coronavirus hit, not to put anything forward. Um, he said that the valuations of the club are going to be altered drastically should the season not resume. So in your mind, Andy, do you think that at least plays part into why Roma may be not pushing, but certainly not being against the resumption of the league? <laughs> well, you know, certainly, and you know, we we understand that this, you know, as you said, this situation 
changed the whole complexity of the thing. The 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 it, we were out here celebrating uh, because it had been signed. Everything was ready. Everything was in place. It was just a matter of days of the announcement, and then you know shit hit the fan, and and that was it. And um, and we know that uh, Palota probably is trying to you know not you know not budge when it comes to the price and. You 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 have to have your team playing to for it to be valuable, and um, you have you have to have the football back for everything else to go back to to normal. Because if you're Dan Friedkin, there is a lot of question marks that come into play, and and you know with with the stadium, with the club, with with whatever we end up. Uh, with money wise um at the end of this 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 season and it's you can't take those into equation if they're not there if you're not playing if if those players are not out there if if the league is not back if football in general is not back and uh, to be honest i again uh, what are we even talking about is there even you know uh, um just is there a discussion here to be made is or are we just you know talking with with no purpose because it, it really seems like it's what's happening is that you have too many uncertainties too many question marks and it's like everybody's just waiting for something to happen even though that something is is really not going to happen and a lot of people know that we haven't talked about it yet but uh, Roma they published their uh, semi-annual financial statement uh, about two weeks ago from today, or I think it's exactly two weeks ago on the day, and it was not good. It, I mean, it's very clear that Roma are in trouble. Now, if you talk to people, people at Roma, they'll tell you, oh, they'll be fine. Uh, Palotta and a bunch of millionaires, they can easily sustain this, blah, blah, blah. Now, they did save some money because I believe it was 30 million euros exactly that the club saved from the players cutting their wages, which was a beautiful gesture, by the way. I just can't help but think that most of Roma's interests lie in the fact that Palotta, his partners, they want to get out. They want to sell as soon as possible, particularly his partners. They're, they're the ones who are really pushing him to sell the club. He he really doesn't want to leave. Um, so there are so many ramifications to this, and I know there's a huge debate that can be said about both sides of this, but I, I just... For a global pandemic, I am just very shocked that there is not more prudence going on with this. So whether or not we actually have a season remains to be seen. Um, It's just I'm still dumbfounded by all of this. I I can't believe in an era 2020 that we're we seem to be growing as human beings. But I feel like in the last couple of weeks, we've really taken a step back with this football stuff because I, I just I don't understand why we're pushing it like this. I really don't. And the, the annoying thing Andy is you kind of hinted at it a little bit. You and I being against it, we'll get told from other supporters, well it's because Roma are currently sitting 5th at the table. Uh, it's because Lazio are challenging for the Scudetto. Yes. It's because uh you could find a million reasons as to why we're arguing for this. But I I mean, I, I just I I don't see the point in pushing this. And just just to end it here then, do you... Okay, so let's say uh, City, uh, they just threw out a few minutes ago that the league again will uh, tentatively resume on the 18th of June. So 
you have to get in 12 match days and I don't know, let's say they want to finish it by the end of July or something. Uh, how much is that going to affect next season? Well, how? A, how? And B, <laughs> yeah. uh, for me, wouldn't you rather just start with a clean slate for 2020, 2021? Yeah. That's, uh, personally, <laughs> that's my preference. I, I would much rather start, you know what, just call it quits now. Uh, we have three months to decide everything, get everything organized, planned, yep. uh, contract sorted, and we start 2020, 2021 as normal. I do not understand why we are risking all of the subsequent seasons after this. I, I it, it makes no sense to me. None. Well, yeah, and it, it's the same. It's like I, I really don't understand. You know, you had the Olympics canceled. You had uh, the Euro canceled. There's a lot more at stake there, I think, uh, specifically, for example, you know, to, to Japan's economy, uh, the Olympics. That, that, that must have been a terrible blow and all the preparations. So, but you can take it. I, this is, you know, this is, it's about the bigger picture. It's what's going to happen next. I really don't understand why, uh, you know, resuming football now would lead to a better outcome when we're talking about next season. What happens to the transfer? When are you going to, where are you going to squeeze the transfer market into? What what happens? Let's say we resume football, right? And then what? Some a new like let's say a second or a third wave of the outbreak, uh, knock on wood, happens, and, um, and and then what? And then you 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 stop again the season, and then what? You still wait to resume it, or you definitely cancel it? It's there are too many variables at play, and um, I think we're losing sight of the real objective, which some experts and and some people uh, were 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 wise enough to say it from the get go. We're not talking about getting back into the season. We're only talking about restarting next season, and that should be everyone's focus. Um, to me, it doesn't even make sense to. Why it would be unfair to other leagues, to the French league, to the Dutch league, who have canceled their season to for other 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 leagues such as Bundesliga, Premier League, Serie A to resume, and and it's it's um doesn't make sense, and I hate this inconsistency because as you said, in times like these, you thought we 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 all thought that oh this is going to bring us together, we will sort of work together to, to solve this situation and so that we can find ourselves in a be in better circumstances come September or October. And by doing what they're doing now, which is fighting like children on a playground, uh, we're actually pushing those those dates, those objectives back, and and we're not we're not doing what is we're we're supposed to be doing. Everybody's ha has their own agenda. Um, there is a lot at stake for everyone, but it doesn't. It doesn't seem like they approach it from that angle. It's everybody approaches it from what what do I have to lose, not what do we all have to lose or what do we all have to gain. And that's probably the most demoralizing part is that. You know, we like to say sports bring us all together, but uh, we are seeing a lot of divide in this situation. 100%. That's the perfect summary, in my opinion. Perfect way to end it. All right, everybody, we will be back next week. As always, thank you so, so much for listening. Please continue to stay safe. Be, be smart. Don't do anything foolish or reckless. We appreciate you so, so much for listening. We hope you're doing well, and we will talk to you next time. Until then, ciao. Ciao.